simple as exercise. If you make a habit of do a little bit of exercise every morning and having that mindset and meditation every day, I think that's um, a really key to maintaining and it becomes then a lifestyle and, uh, and it's not hard to do. It's just more like creating habits that becomes your lifestyle in the long run. We are here with Rita Somerville, who is a neonatal nurse specialist with over 20 years of experience in a major hospital setting. And she is committed to helping you implement a program with proven principles and strategies to achieve better health and natural immunity through her five-step program in holistic wellness. So we'll be talking about health, healing, making a difference in your health and supernatural health. So Rita, glad to be talking to you. Oh, thank you for having me here. Awesome to talk to you as well, Robin. Yeah, yeah, we'll have a blast. We'll have a lot of fun. So whenever this whole topic of health and wellness comes up, what my mind goes to is there's like a handful of the obvious advice that we always hear that it seems like no one implements. So what are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on like the obvious health advice that's out there. And it seems like so few people follow it. I think it's all about self-care. So I think that's a new healthcare. So we have to go after our own bodies. We are the only ones that are responsible of looking after ourselves. We can't rely necessarily on the medical advice anymore as we've seen over the years. So I think the key is self-care. It's a bit like looking after your car. If you had some something wrong with your car, you would fix it straight away, wouldn't you? So we can't ignore those sort of subtle symptoms like allergies or pains and aches in our bodies. We have to do something about that. And yeah, just self-care. I think that's the key. <laughs> and so you, you said two things there. You said self-care and you said, uh, think of it like maintaining your car. And with your car, many times you are fixing things in your car before they break down, right? You take it in for an oil change, but you don't wait until the car breaks down on the side of the road or replacing the wiper fluid or the brake fluid. You do these things on a regular basis, knowing that I need to do this now, even though there's not a visible problem yet. But if I don't do this in six months or a year, then I'll have problems down the road if I don't change the oil. And then you mentioned this whole topic of self-care. And whenever I've heard that mentioned, I've heard people say things like, give yourself a break and take it easy and pace yourself and figure out what makes you happy and take a bath, listen to calming music. So what's your take on those sorts of things? When you say implement self-care, is there like a go-to two or three items or what does self-care mean to you? Yeah, it's actually really simple. It, can't, it doesn't have to be too hard or too difficult. So it's all about the first step is all about your mindset, how you think about your health. Obviously, if you're positive about your health, you will always take steps and preventative actions towards your health and keeping yourself happy and positive and that sort of mindset. It really is uh, what your words as well. If you talk about you're always unwell and always feeling sick or, oh, I'm going to get this flu again with the next uh, winter season. Um, it's all about that mindset to start off with. So you need to change your mindset into a magnificent mindset, having that um, overcoming mindset, being positive about your health and things that you can do things and you can overcome things as well. And I guess the next step would be, yeah, so really quite simple, a few things. I talk about, yeah, a lot about mindset, but also a few little tricks that you can, everyone can implement into their health, healthcare right now. So another one, I talk about hydration. So we have to 
maintain our bodies alkaline instead of acidic because in acidic environment, a lot of bacteria and viruses, they just grow and especially things like cancer. So we want to make sure that we keep our bodies alkaline and really sometimes the hydration is a key for a lot of things. If you just start drinking more water and yeah, talk about alkaline water as well, that will help you a few steps towards your better health. And then it's about, I talk a lot about nutrition as well. So having those rich nutrients in your daily diet, that's actually fresh and obviously lots of fresh fruits and lots of vegetables in your diet, that will definitely make you feel better as well. And often, we, especially with diet, protein is often overemphasized, I reckon. But if we have too much protein in our diet, that just makes our liver and our kidneys overworked as well. So we want to make sure that... um. Our diet is more like alkaline as well compared to acidic. And then I talk about fasting. That's actually a new scientifically been proven method of restricting our consumption a little bit. We talk about 16 to 18 fast. So you fast for 16 hours and then you eat for about eight hours. And that's been scientifically proven that actually cleans your whole body. It's a bit like renovating your house or renovating your car. <laughs> you have to take out those old parts before you put the new ones in. So it's exactly the same with ourselves within our bodies. We have to make sure that they get some time to re um and cooperate as well and, and themselves or the cells itself. Our bodies are made amazingly. It's got a self-healing mode. <laughs> so if we allow that mode to be happening in our body, that makes a huge difference into our health. And then I talk about exercise as well. So as simple as 30 minutes per exercise, that has been also scientifically proven to improve our health. As long as you do at least a little bit, 30 minutes exercise every day and just be active as a lifestyle as well. And then lastly, I talk about herbal things that we can add into our diets and why supplements as well that we can add to our diets. And yeah, that's really the five steps in gaining our it's really all about lifestyle, all about self-care and lifestyle. <laughs> and, and that's great. You packed a lot in there. And I, I imagine that if someone was really serious about their health, they could listen to the, that, that three minutes or so you just said, and maybe even rewind and listen a, a few times, and they could probably fit it all on an index card and say, I should do all these few things. You mentioned about being careful with your mindset and your language. And we've all dealt with this either as from ourselves or seeing others who are super negative and seem to be stuck in a pattern and saying things like, I'm sick, I'm lousy, I don't feel good. And just these same words over and over that just put you right back into the, the negative bad state. And, and I'm sure that we both experienced this of just removing the words or saying those negative words less or changing them wakes you up a little bit. And before you know it, you're not speaking in those just unhelpful terms anymore. You mentioned water. And I didn't realize until a few years ago that I don't remember at all as a kid drinking any water. It was always like juice and soda. And then at once I got to a certain age and as an adult, I was like, okay, I have water like almost, that's the almost the only liquid that I drink. And, uh, and then when I, when my pee is not clear or when I don't have to go to the bathroom 10 times a day, I'm thinking I need to up my water intake, which just seems to be like a, an easy enough thing to do. Uh, you mentioned uh, health and you mentioned supplements and you mentioned exercise. And this is all a really great list. And what I'm thinking is that even if someone out there was overwhelmed with all this, if they just did 
10% or 20% in each little category and maybe ramp things up, that could, that could add up to a lot, right? If they just put about a few minutes in here, if they just drank a little bit more water there, if they had a few more leafy greens there, tried one or two supplements there, they could slowly build up to where they need to go. But in your experience, where do people struggle? Where do they get stuck with their health? There's all this great advice that you ha have given and there's who knows how many diet books out there but people still struggle with their health and with their weight. So why is that? Why do people just have so much trouble going from the teaching to the reality part? I think it's all about our habits, like what we do every single day. It's nice sometimes to do some quick diets and do the fluid diets for three days or something like that. But it's, I think it really comes down to our habits. What do, you, what do we do every single day? If you've got a habit of drinking water the first thing you wake up, that's probably going to stick with you. Same with simple as exercise. If you just make a habit of do a little bit of exercise every morning and having that mindset and meditation every day, I think that's um, a really key to maintaining and it becomes then a lifestyle and, uh, and it's not hard to do. It's just more like creating habits that becomes your lifestyle in the long run. That makes and a lot of sense to to fig yeah. figure out the habit and say, I'll do this at this time. I'll have the glass of water next to the bed. So I drink that when I first wake up, I'll exercise at this exact time. I just to get it, make it part of your routine. Cause you always hear about that, about with the fad diets, the crash diets, the extreme diets. It's like people go on them for a few weeks or a few months and they're miserable. And then you hear about all these statistics about how, when they fall off the diets, they lose, they gain more weight over time than they lost from the dieting. So it's, and it worked against them. And, and you imagine that it was probably because when they were on the diet, they were not actually themselves, right? They were acting, they were pretending, they were doing, forcing themselves to do all these things they don't normally do, and then regressing, falling back to the same old bad habits once it's all done. Yeah, that's right. And I think, I guess nowadays, especially our diets and nutrition, there's so much processed food and because it's fast food, it's super quickly to grab something along with you while, while, you run, while you're running your daily day basis. I think that nutrition is becomes, it's too easy in a way for us, but at the same time, it's super processed as well. And yeah, I think that's another thing that people will struggle because it's easy to get into bad habit of getting a lot of processed foods and and. You know, having a little bit of irregular times for eating as well. Okay, so eat at the same time, and then I and I imagine that to to stay eating healthy, it's probably a good idea maybe to keep the fridge stocked and to work habits into shopping for the produce and all the fresh stuff. So that way you don't have the empty fridge because I imagine it could be very tempting to say, "Oh, there's nothing at home, nothing in the fridge. I'll go grab the fast food." Do you have any advice? along those lines as far as staying away from the fast food and staying in the healthy stuff. Like you hear about throw away junk food or throw away the cookies, but do you have anything personal that you recommend as far as sticking to eating healthy? I mentioned fasting earlier about a little bit of that. And I think that's one way to keep, if you can fast for about 16 hours and then have the day, daily, everyday eight hour window of eating. Let's say if you have your first meal around 11 o'clock and then the last meal around 7 p.m., if you can keep that sort of schedule, that might help you. I know it may not, it sounds probably horrible to be fasting, but if you, we can do it mindfully, thinking about the beautiful healing that's happening in our body when we do that and under, 
understanding those sort of benefits that has with fasting. And then you've got, if you choose to do that sort of lifestyle, then you've got only a couple of meals that you have to borrow about during the day. So in the morning, you would just have tea or coffee or water and drinks and things like that. But I guess another tip with nutrition would be always, I guess, if you can be organized, so have the sort of planned meals ready to go when you're in a hurry as well. And speaking of being organized, there's a million apps these days, right? There's all these like dieting and fasting apps for your phone, or people have calendars in the cloud, or people have a whiteboard on the wall. What do you recommend or what do you do as far as being organized? Because it's easy to choose a super complicated solution or to not plan enough, right? So as far as being organized, what's your advice? I guess it depends if you've got children as well, because Obviously, if you've got five children running around, you have to be organized with planning for their meals as well. So it can be a bit more complicated, which depending what your family situation looks like. But I guess from a housewife point of view, if you can be organized, you think about the next week, always think about the next day, not living in this sort of moment. Oh, what do I do next, the next hour, but more like thinking about what is going to, what is it, what is my day going to look like tomorrow or the next day or the next day. So then you can have yeah, ready-made meals, ready to go in the fridge and snacks and things like that as well. <laughs> yeah. You hear about the meal prep concept, right? That if you do this planning that you're suggesting, then it can be an easier shopping trip. It can be cheaper because you can say, if I plan all these meals, then I can just buy a few ingredients and then reuse them. And then sometimes people do all the cooking at once and then box it up for later. So that way uh, it's even easier than fast food, right? Because you say, okay, fast food is really tempting, but you have to get in the car, you have to go through the drive-thru. But if you had these pre-made meals of, of your own that you made from the, the meal prepping and the planning ahead, then it's like faster food, right? It's even more convenient than that. And you mentioned... Uh, like the the family concept. And I imagine that kind of probably ties it all together, right? Because that everyone is healthy and everyone's communicating and everyone has a good mindset and everyone gathers around to eat. And it's not just this chaos. And, and, and it comes from planning ahead, as you said. So you're not just planning just today or this minute, but you're saying, here are the meals for the week. And here's what we need to have in the house. And here are the meals that we need to plan. And I imagine that at first thought, it's like, it feels like it takes away your freedom, right? Because you're thinking like, oh, now I'm a slave to my own schedule. But I imagine it it frees you up because there's less decision-making to be had later on. When you have that meal schedule, then you're like, oh, on Thursday, we're having this. So I imagine that it gives your brain a little bit of a break as far as thinking and making all those meal decisions. Yeah, that, that's right. And also having lots of fresh fruits and veggies in your fridge. It's actually a super easy snack as well especially for kids. <laughs> so having bananas, apples, carrots, things like that, it's super easy to just peel them off and, and eat them as raw. Yeah. There's all this great advice that, that you dispense and there's even more advice that's all out there. But is there anything that is either unique to you that only you talk about and not enough people talk about? Or is there something that needs to be discussed more about our health? Yes, I think especially, yeah, what I already mentioned earlier, we, there's so much that we can do ourselves to keep ourselves young and healthy and happy. So it's a lot that we can do ourselves and not to be always dependent on other people's ideas and other people's thoughts about you as well. So yeah, I really emphasize that the self-care part 
that uh, if we can find the way to happiness and health, it is through, yeah, few little simple steps that everyone can implement. It's not hard at all. <laughs> Once you just get your right mindset and, and, and depends obviously what your goals are as well. Depends what is your health goal. Like if you want to lose weight, we can do something else with that. But if it's gaining more health or just not preventing sickness as well, we can definitely plan a different sort of a schedule for that as well. If that makes sense. And, and, yeah, and it does because it can be frustrating at first glance with all this health advice to say there's just there's so much of it and it's it seems super specific and super general at the same time. But then when you think different people have different goals and you might be man, man or woman or a different ages or maybe you had a stroke or a heart attack and you really want to avoid that from happening in the future. Maybe you have a certain like genetic a disease that was passed down to you like diabetes or something, and you really want to uh, pay close to that, or you want to feel better or lose weight. So that it makes a lot more sense when you consider, okay, everyone's unique and everyone has their own goals and they might be really extreme goals, but they might just be super easy, right? They, like you said, it might just be to have energy throughout the whole day and not depend on that cup of coffee or not just be exhausted at 5 p.m. And so to get a little bit personal, what are your health goals? Do you have them or is it okay if you, you share them or what can you say about that? Yeah, sure. I'm maintaining the, the programs that I've created. I'm maintaining pretty much every day. I guess my health goal is just every day. I do a lot of praying and meditating and things like that. But also, yeah, every day I fast 16 hours and then I eat about eight hour window period and that seems to be working really well but I also yeah trying to hydrate every single day and I try to do exercise every single day as well and I do include a lot of fresh vegetables and fruits and some vital supplements as well in my diet so I guess it's more like just maintaining that and I think it, it seems to be working really well I feel super energetic I'm not really tired um, I feel happy there's, there's a purpose in life and that's really important as well for people out there to, to have that purpose in life because that's something that will keep you going no matter what happens. <laughs> yeah, and you hear about that. Like it, even if there's something that you don't enjoy 100% or there are, all the, there are all these things that we have to do, right? We're adults. Almost what being an adult is doing a laundry list of things you don't want to do. But if you think I'm doing this to make money to pay the bills, or I'm doing this to give my family a better quality of life. That's the way, that's the secret to getting something done that you don't want to do. Because you say, there's this thing I don't want to do, but it leads to what I do want. So then that's just the path for me to get there. And you've given some great advice and some great reminders. I know that I, I, I did the fasting a few years ago, and I probably revisit it every few years. And yeah. uh, I don't think I can stick with it all the time. But when I do, it's one of the easiest things to do. It's not even very extreme. And then, and also as far as like self-care, you're reminding me that if I don't take like a long walk on a regular basis, I'm like angry and grumpy and I can't identify why, but then I go back and I just do the walks where I just go long distance and just not really a fast pace, but think and just enjoy what's out there and don't even take my phone and just breathe in the air, then I'm a happier person in general. And so there's some really great advice here you gave and some things that you're just reminding me to go back and revisit. And so if someone here is listening or watching our podcast and they say, there's so much great advice here and this is going to help me with my health journey, where do you come in? What's the next step? What is your website? What is your offer? And how can you help someone out there 
who is finally ready to take their health seriously? Yeah, so my website is called justasomerville.com. And there's few things, there's few books there on offers so people can practice um, to offers for free as well. So you can have a, a beautiful book there for free. And then I'm offering a, a program called Supernatural Health. So my website, all my theme is all about supernatural health. So it's really exciting to be sharing all these health tips with people that are, will make actually a permanent life change for them. And I'm just yeah looking for people to partner with me to share the good news of that we can be healthy, we can be happy, we can be that we want to be and just keep being positive and happy. And I love that. That I love that concept. It's almost a play on words, right? Because you think of natural, it's what I want, but I want even more natural, supernatural. And then you think about how like natural, amazing things happen, right? It's like magical. So supernatural health. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's all about your well-being and your wholeness in your health. So it's all about that spirit, mind, body connection. So we have to have all those things correct. And then we can have perfect balance in our lives. And it's all about switching your non-medications to herbal medications and it's be free from depression, anxiety, and any sickness that might have you might have been affected by because there's our bodies are made to heal it itself as well. So it's amazing that we can do that. <laughs> so spirit, mind, body, you say. And the website is ritasomerville.com. And we'll spell it out just because that someone might be just listening and not know exactly how to say it. So that is R-T-A-S-O-M-E-R-V-I-L-E.com. That is RitaSomerville.com. And you can go there and see all the amazing things that Rita described. And is there a way for someone to contact you on that website? If someone says, I want some one-on-one -on -one health coaching, or I want to reach out to Rita and ask a question, is there like a contact button or is there a way for someone to connect with you there? Yes, certainly. Just, just going to my website and on the upper uh, right-hand side of corner, there's a contact there. So you can email me as much as you like, and you can ask me any questions you like regarding health. And I'm ha so happy to help you. Fantastic. And you, you hear so much good advice, but it almost seems like it's too much, or you get so much conflicting information about intermittent fasting or about alkaline dieting or about mindfulness meditation, and it helps to be able to talk to a real person, right? Instead of digging around the message board posts and the social media and the articles, why not just ask someone who really knows this really well? And that is RitaSomerville.com. As we wrap up our conversation here, Rita, do you have any final parting words of advice for us? Yeah, I just want to wish everyone a supernatural health and just walking that that self-care and health mindset as well and i just want to remind that it is not difficult everyone can do this <laughs> i've been doing this many years as well and it is not hard it is really all about your mindset and how you see yourself and your health as well yes i would love to help you and spread the good news of we can all do the same great and you know what rita they say that some things are easy to do but some things are easy not to do and your health, it's easy to do, but it's also easy not to do. And when I'm in that kind of situation where I say, I've been putting this off, I've been putting this off, sometimes I need to give myself an extra little bit of a push. So the person watching or listening to this podcast right now, you need to go to Rita's website right now to give yourself the tiniest push so that way you can develop these habits and have that upward spiral 
of you feel a little better. So then you try something else and you add the intermittent fasting to your diet and that helps a little bit more. So you add the self-care. So this is your push. Go right now while it's still fresh on your mind. Don't even wait for the episode to be over. Go to RitaSomerville.com and we will see you there. And thank you, Rita, for showing up and giving us a really good time. Oh, thank you so much for listening. And I'm looking forward to catching up with you. (laughs) 